and you say you're listening to the Tom and Jack podcast. No, that I am. You're listening to the Tom Tom. and Jack podcast. Awful, awful. Shouldn't have bothered. Am I? I don't remember doing that though. Hello! Hello. You're listening to the the Tom Tom and Jack Jack podcast. podcast. My name's Tom, Tom. and over there is Housewives Choice, Whispering Jack Short. Clockwork Orange. Hello. What? Huh? Why you you've been mega annoying already? <laughs> mega. Mega. <laughs> hello. Uh, hello. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That's all we can say well, for sure. That is that is uh formalities out of the way. Yeah. How have you been then, you big dopey Wow. Well, <laughs> well, I was doing well, but uh We well, just slagged off my mother when we were listening that first. Not slag off your mother. You I said s- she wouldn't knob her. Which <laughs> is the so worst. <laughs> Thing a man can say about someone's mother. Well, you had her, <laughs> just because you had her on the phone while you were asking me. <laughs> no, it isn't. Yeah, because I thought you'd have the grace and decorum uh, uh, to say something nice rather than no. You're obsessed with grace and decorum. So your you whole world revolves have around. all the grace and decorum of a reversing dump truck without any tyres. Which is considerably worse. Hmm. That's not a lot less, of... far less graceful than a reversing dump truck with tyres on. Well, I don't know. Is not moving more graceful than slow ambling movement? Answers on a postcard to the usual address. I suppose his point is that if the dump truck was reversing without the tyres on, it would still have the wheels technically, but it would be struggling to reverse. So it would look. The point was that Jane did not deserve that victory. She didn't. <laughs> she didn't. And she didn't even have the class to be contrite about it. I mean, I've never seen the full episode, but I do look at her sat on that couch and I think, where is your panache? <laughs> I thought we could do a thing called um, What a Sad Little Life of the Week, maybe. But I can't really... I thought yeah. of the idea rather than the content. You put the horse before the cart. That's what you've done there, mate. Exactly that. I've put the horse before... The cart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got his name written down somewhere. That Can we modernise that? What? I feel like it's a bit antiquated now. Put the horse put, before the cart. Put the... Put the PlayStation 1 in <laughs> front of the <laughs> television the set. The controller. Uh, I don't know, mate. No, put the Rodney in front of the Dell boy and he's so tall that you can't even see cheeky Dell. Rodney <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh Rodders, what did he get up to, really? Anyway, um <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Here's I hope one. you've enjoyed it so far. <laughs> Let's see how long you can go without going uh... Okay. Oh we done me again. Smart. When would you like me to start? You've outstarted me again. You've insulted me for the last time. You went as smart as you thought you would have been, are you? No. No, you aren't. new. Um, any business? Any news? Any news? Done anything of no ever in your entire well, life? Well, um... Oh. Um... Uh, um, oh, this is this sort of. Oh, we've got it going on here. How was Edinburgh? Edinburgh was good. Yeah, thank you. Why? Lovely. 
Coming up next on the show. I thought you were going to ask me about a junk message I sent you, but that's fine. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Tom messaged me saying that he's turned yeah. into a, a homosexual <laughs> individual. He said something... What did you say? Something along the lines of... I saw a nice man... <laughs> I think I'm going to go and live with him. And now I live with him. So like that, yeah. I don't... I didn't even remember messaging you... Until I got a response. And yeah, and I thought, oh no, totally what have I done? sober. Look, all that happened was I went to see a drag show in Edinburgh, and one of the dancers is a very good looking young man. I've just had the campers experience of my life. Now I thought you meant, <laughs> I don't know, you join adult scouts or something. No, like it, was an, it was an Airbnb. I've so. just had the camp, so campist of experience course. of yeah. my life. I think I may have been turned. That was uh, last Friday at 5 to 10. Didn't hear from you again for a few days. I can only assume that you went into some sort of lover's, gay lover's grotto <laughs> and you didn't return. I went to see a drag burlesque show. It was not my choice. I wasn't there on my own. That's what you need to remember. And my lovely boyfriend was with me that All time. that happened was, there was a very lithe, energetic young man, and it just I just thought on an aesthetic level that I liked... Oh, my God. <laughs> that I liked looking at him. Yeah. And when he was dancing the other side of the stage, I got a bit annoyed because he wasn't dancing on my side of the stage. <laughs> and... That's all that happened, but then as these things do when you're holidaying with people, it became a big thing. Oh, Tom likes the little Hispanic one. It was all <laughs> greased up. And maybe me and Andre did have a certain je ne sais quoi. Sure. But that's fine. Was it your kind of height then? I couldn't really tell because he was wearing high heels right. and he was on a stage. <laughs> so you didn't get... You didn't get on the stage. No, it's one of the rare times I go to a show in Edinburgh and I don't get dragged onto stage for some reason. So do you think he was playing hard to get or do you think he didn't notice you? I don't, well, I don't know if they had that theatre thing down where it seems like... Do you think he was doing a bit of fourth wall? <laughs> no, no. I mean, it feels like to everyone in the audience, because their stage presence is so good, it feels like they're looking straight... Every single audience member thinks they're looking directly at them. Right. But I think he actually was looking at me. <laughs> I think oh yeah, uh, the sexual charisma of like a like a a bronze James Dean. Okay, there we go. And uh, <laughs> one of the there's that mystery solved. One of the women I was there with, we sat and discussed his merits for quite a long time afterwards. And that's just what happened with that text. There's nothing. Quite oh, quite a long while. How long? Uh, two bottles of Sauvignon Blanc. I, mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish that bit was a joke. <laughs> 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 Why is that funny? I've never known you to drink white wine. I was drinking white wine because something happened. <laughs> because something, something clicked inside me no, when I saw that man. Something happened to me the week previously that Get will become me apparent. A glass of prosecco. That will become apparent later in the podcast. Sorry, that was offensive. That that meant uh, I was decided not to drink lager beer for a while. How could you? It will do with our good friend Lager. When has it ever let me down? When has it ever led to embarrassing social situations? Uh, speaking of, uh, I just say I said the word Lager then. <laughs> uh, Tom, uh, like, 
Tom instantly just his reflex went for the bottle of lager next to him. You didn't even take a sip. You just went. <laughs> lager. I'm not going to say that's true because you'll start shouting hand job till the end of the show. I won't. You're a disgusting little pig. Uh, speaking of gay things, we don't have a full length vlog has gone wild this week. Because you know, we'll, because you've been too busy watching gay porn. <laughs> we're building up to the. You're a homophobe. We're building up to the big Logan How is that homophobic? What's wrong with gay? Are you saying there's something wrong with gay porn? I think you're trying to use the adjective gay porn. Gay. Yeah. You're <laughs> <laughs> the, using it in a pejorative sense. I can see with your eyes. It's a verb. Look, I'm to not gay porn. How can I be a homophobe when I go and watch? Greased up Ballet. when I go and watch Andre with my legs crossed on a stage. Uh. Look, shut up. We don't have a full vlog has gone well this week because we're waiting to. Um, to we're saving all our vlogger hatred for the Logan Paul KSI fight. I couldn't be bothered to find anything. But. When is that? Uh, it's the end of this month. Oh my god. I'm going to book the next day off work. Are we going to watch it? Of course we are. We're doing a commentary. Oh, lovely. Um. I'd do the same, that'd be nice. Anyway, it's not been completely quiet on the... Uh, front. On the vlogger front, because uh, our old favourite Pointers vlog uh, posted a photograph of him uh, waving a... Do you want to do that bit again, or...? Dog. Okay. Our old friend Pointers vlog posted a picture of himself waving an LBTQ plus pride flag. In support LBT. of LBTQ plus uh, awareness celebration day or something the other weekend. No, don't say anything because I, I know what you're going to say. You're going to go, oh, I don't even know. I can't even keep up with it anymore. Lesbian, and lesbian, lesbian, bi, bisexual, transgender, transgender, queer. Tra- what was that? No, the transgender. Transgender. Transginger. You said transgender. No, I didn't. Is it transgender? They prefer to be called queer. It's been by a uh, queer. Okay. And I believe plus encompasses all other sexualities that aren't uh, normal. Thing. Uh, Seems unfair. No. To be marginalised to a a plus <laughs> to a mathematical symbol. It's unfair. Yeah. Well, it could have been a plus. It could have been a minus. That would have been worse. Or a stupid hyphen. Or the worst of all, the exclamation oh, mark. God. Get out of here, you little... Uh, uh, he was posted a picture of himself waving the flag, the rainbow flag, in support of that acronym. Uh, people thought, oh, okay, that's good. And then someone commented on his saying, <laughs> pointing out that he was... Hang <laughs> on, let's wind back. Who thought that? Who thought that? No, that was you? just... Oh, you can't keep picking me up on everything, mate. People thought that's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he's more on people, whatever. It was a good PR stunt. Who's that? Yeah. Until someone pointed out that he was actually sat on an AIDS memorial in Brighton. Just perched on it with his foot up on it, leaning on it, uh, and it's also been recently used to commemorate the victims of the Pulse massacre. So there, there we go. go. That's good, good one. Pointless. Good comedy content on the Tom and Jack podcast. I never said it was comedy. That vlog had gone wild. That, that is a been, vlogger. You cannot uh, keep using that as a defence <laughs> for all of your material. Yeah, well, mine material because you don't do <laughs> f or dare you or. Has he done something to No, not really. Uh, well, coming up, we do have a thing that annoyed us this week, Fortnite. 
where we talk about things that have annoyed us this week. Uh, we'll also continue our journey through Orson Welles, not Orson, we'll also continue our journey through H.G. Wells slash Jeff Wayne's The War of the Worlds, and we'll round things up with a lovely bit of etymology corner. What did Orson Welles do? He did that thing where he was on the radio and he said, oh, there's aliens coming, but there weren't. Yeah. Orson Welles. lied. Was he not a director? He did um, Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane. There you go. Boring, isn't it? <laughs> Boring just saying things. <laughs> uh, uh, right, come on, let's have some music and we'll get on with it. Lovely. And then we can go to the pub. The real work starts then. Uh, this is Beyonce with Sweet Mics Dreams. Are on, dear. <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know about you, Jack, but I enjoyed that one. Well, I did in a way, yeah. I suppose it's nice to have a bit of pop music uh, on the show. During that song, Jack turned to me and said, if someone had a pair of underwear... If someone had a pair? <laughs> if someone no, had... I said, if if they, and by they I mean peacocks, right. made underwear for men that will add like, like, a, like, literally like a glove. So it had like a finger bit for the knob and then you'd either have I think there'd be a range you could choose you could have sure. one extra pouch that was for the testes the boys the pair the two Ronnies I sure um, one big one little yeah uh, <laughs> Bonnie and Clyde <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like that or but uh, Cassidy and the Sunlight Kids, kids yeah, sure. Tom and Jerry yeah. Tom and Jack if you like hey! if you're listening at home um, or an extra bit two extra bits one so for each nut if for some torture reason you had to have your genitals in a pant glove would you separate the balls or would you have them in one lovely trussed up pouch Cup. Yeah. yeah well it's a good question yeah well I didn't get an answer from you I said what the hell are you talking about can you leave me alone please what would you say see trouble is I'd want to try them on just out of pure curiosity but yeah. why you can't return pants once you tried them on no and, and they're tried. a bit funny about you taking just a pair of pants into a changing room <laughs> <laughs> imagine imagine that I bet people would do that awful oh. Oh. Well, there's no point, is there? Because you can't take them back. So why would you even take them into the changing room? Oh, I don't. They know. either fit or they don't. That's true. If the glove fits. Well, that's the well, slogan. I indeed. Good stuff. So uh, I just want to tell you about one thing quickly. I, ca- I while it's fresh in my mind, I came into work this morning. Now every oh. Friday morning at work, there's a very old dear on reception, like really old. I think mm. she just turned ninety. Really. Was really she still old. working? Volunteer receptionist, yeah. Right, she doesn't. Yeah. So she, she, she just comes in on a Friday morning. Does, so does she get a state pension? Uh, she does, but she gives it to me. I think I want the strong arm of the law coming down on Agnes like a uh. ton of bricks. <laughs> she's moonlighting. So I walked in this morning and she was sat at the desk reading the Daily Mail. And I, of course. And I, I said, Good morning. She turned to me and said, Good morning, Jack. I'm glad to see you're not wearing your burqa. Yeah. To which I said, excuse me. <laughs> and she said, well... Oh, it is Jack, you know, is it? I can only see your eyes. Well, you know this whole thing. It's ridiculous, isn't it? And I said, what do you mean? She said, this thing with Boris Johnson. Well, it's just a joke, isn't it? If uh, if a comedian said that 30 years ago, everyone would laugh. 
but now you can't say it. That's good. Well, that's very good. And point, I said, Agnes. Well, I don't know. Well, I said, uh, I don't really know that I strictly agree with that. I think perhaps maybe one could argue that a man with political power being the former. Um, my God, what was the title? Foreign Secretary. Foreign Secretary. Probably shouldn't be throwing around statements like that. Uh, but regardless, I don't understand why you said that. <laughs> why did you say, I'm glad to see you're not wearing your burqa? Oh, right. Oh, so beyond that, you were insulted at the idea of you wearing a female religious garb more than the <laughs> fact that she was supporting that nonsense more that that would only make sense if i normally came in on a friday morning wearing a burqa yeah that's true oh god you know what it's like work when you just say something and someone goes on i can't, i'm amazed i'm quite proud of you for responding like that because i was just gone yeah and just walked off just for the quiet life <laughs> all you wanted was a good morning i was just being polite i didn't even want that to be honest no. really she could have just blanked me i'd have been all right with that that would have been fine yeah i wanted to say actually on the um Subjects of free speech. Obviously, Boris Johnson is entitled to say whatever he wants. Sure. And as is anyone. Well. So I'd like to take this opportunity to say Boris Johnson is. Hey, okay, there, there we go. go. And in fact, Rowan Atkinson is probably as well for supporting him. Yeah, yeah. It was I a good point. Um, I can't remember his name. Asim Chowdhury, I believe is his yes. name, the man who plays Chibadi G. Yeah. On the wonderful people to uh, made a good point about a sketch that I'd never actually thought about. It's from, I believe, the late eighties, where Rowan Atkinson is pretending to be a Tory, some Tory backbencher or whatever, giving a speech to um, to the Tory cabinet, making things that trying and laugh at the Tories for being racist. Whereas Asim Chowdhury said these things were quoted to him at school. Like there's one where he goes, and um, we all like curry, but now we've got the recipe, can't they all go home? And Asim Chowdhury made the good point that that's just a racist joke dressed up as satire. Yeah. So I wouldn't trust the judgment of someone who said yes to Johnny English too, <laughs> in the oh. case of anything to do with quality Indeed. and decency. With Johnny English three coming out. It's not, is it? It is. Oh. I can't wait. I can't wait to see who gets sent home in it. Oh, yeah, that'll be good. Yeah. Never mind, eh? Anyway, that's a little. Hopefully, the thing. villain's wearing a burka. This this will cheer you up. I think I think we should name our podcast episodes after uh, vague things that vaguely conjure up party images. And I'll tell you for why. Our podcast is on Spotify. Our most listened to episode on Spotify. I don't think it's our best work. But miles and miles ahead is the episode that was called Miami Surf. (laughs) (laughs) Which I believe is when we were laughing at some stupid fairground ride that didn't bring up feelings of Miami or surfing. But I think people just search it was Miami. From, it was from the one where I was talking about when I went. I went to the fairground yeah. that was ran by some kind Irish men who didn't strap me into the ride. You're and then I nearly fell out of it. And it was called the Miami Surf. So maybe what we do is name the podcast after just 
songs that are popular at the moment. There must be like a sort of pitbull song gener- song title generator online. Yeah, that's you a good idea. Put in the subject of the podcast <laughs> and just come up with something. I don't know. Vloggers in the club or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, I don't know. yeah I mean, I'm not but, down yeah. with the kids, but I believe that's something they're getting Hitting to. on my. Very good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right, we waffle quite a lot there. Let's play some more music and then we'll come back and do what annoyed us this week. Lovely. That one goes out to the guitarist from Bowling for Sue, who Jack just brought up apropos of nothing. Dreadfully fat he was. <laughs> well, still is, presumably. No, not apropos of nothing. You were bragging about how your friend's a massive musician. And I, I said, what, like the guy music. from Bowling for Sue? Yeah. <laughs> Bowling for Sue. Bowling for Sue. The worst of 90s pop rock. Size of the bloke. Crikey. Uh, it's not good for anyone, that sort of thing. No, but nice cushioning on the guitar strap. Probably, yeah. Are you also because my shoulders are quite bony? It's not very nice for me to wear no. any kind of strap, really. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he was. That was in the days where it was very fashionable if you're in a pop punk band to have your guitar extremely low, no. and then there were also sort of the stroke stuff came in to have it extremely high. He had it perfect length for minimal movement. Yeah, <laughs> well, he needed it. He, oh. he could have just rested it on a fold mm. and then played he could it from have, there. Yeah, been nice. I'm sure he's got Twitter. We'll mess him up. Are you a big fat loon? Uh, <laughs> all right, has something annoyed you this fortnight? Yes. Why has this annoyed me so much this week? Oh, it's been a while. Blow away that fortnightly cobwebs. Right, do you want to go? Yeah, mine's quite a short one. I just wanted to bring up something that I sort of scrolled past on social media. So, it's a it's an item that's annoyed me this week. Cool, that's allowed. I wanted to come back a bit more to the roots of this item. Why has mm-hmm. this annoyed me so much this week? True. You know, that sort of disproportionate annoyance towards so, something. So, there I was scrolling through Instagram. And one of the accounts that I follow posted a it's a sort of generic kind of photography thing it posted a like sort of advert for a watch so i assume they were just getting some sort of sponsorship but i don't really know why oh right i didn't to question it now the watch i'm going to show this to tom so as you can see here it's a, a it's a relatively normal watch face three hands uh the numbers are all clustered around the bottom and all jumbled up. And then to the left of the face it says, Whatever, I'm late anyway. Which I get, I understand that. I understand the point of it, you know, it doesn't matter what time it is because I I know I'm always going to be late. Very funny. Except, why would you still have three hands on it and why would they all work? (laughs) That's a good point, why would you? That's really, that really, really annoyed me. No, I get it, yeah. Um, Why would you have the hands all like spaghetti or something or mm, have them all folded over? Or going backwards. 
Perfect. Anything. Have them. No hands at all. Make them like the Venus de Milo. Sure. Yeah. Why not? I don't mind. But don't have a watch that says whatever. I'm late anyway. That could. With still... the numbers not in the right place. Well, you could still easily any adult could tell the time on it. I think. I think the the point is the people who would buy something as disgusting as that uh, <laughs> probably can't read an analog clock. <laughs> So all you're saying is they actually need the numbers in the right place to be able to have any idea of what the time is. That's just sort of window dressing to them because it may as well just be looking into a black hole if you're going to buy the equivalent of a funny t-shirt on your wrist. How many times? Like I've always thought that when people get funny tattoos, like it's got to be funny enough to make you laugh for the rest of your life. It never ever is. No, that's why I'm not getting this out in braille on my back. Uh, yeah, that's the that's, people think they're being I don't know a bit idiosyncratic or so. It's like when you see people with funny t-shirts. And you My see, other t-shirts in the wash. Yeah. What does that even mean? Is it well? Ask your mum who you still live with. I should really hope you have quick... more than one t-shirt anyway. You freak. Yeah. Good point. Uh, I'm up and out of bed. What do you want? What more do you want? Mm. I saw one once that said it was it was about <laughs> the entire t-shirt long. It said. I've just come straight from the asylum, but am I a patient or a doctor? I've seen that. I've yeah. seen what does what what is that? Oh, it's, uh, a just, visitor. No, I don't just, really care. No, good point. The cleaner. If you were a patient, where would you have? Assuming you've escaped, unless you're now an outpatient, which I don't know why you'd be advertising that because surely you're cured. Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. But if you are and you've escaped, would you just be strolling around normally and would you have bothered to go and find the time to print a T-shirt? Mm, I know, yeah. It's probably because they don't yet make T-shirts saying just the, the doctor said just the one glass of wine was good for me with a massive fucking glass. Well, oh. do some research. The, yeah, the, well, I found the least funny, funny T-shirt of all time, which actually turned itself round and became hilarious. Which was, I think I wore it in one of our videos. It says, "Why, why did the bloody chicken cross the road after all?" <laughs> Lovely stuff. Don't search for that T-shirt. I'm sure it does oh, exist. Looking. I don't want to see it. No, I can't find one. Oh, what a shame. Scintillating pod, though. Good, isn't it? What annoyed you this week, mate? I'll tell you what annoyed me this week. I took the annual pilgrimage to go and see my friends who aren't you <laughs> uh, the other week. Always a torturous event. And Weirdly, in the day, I was actually I was writing a, a blog thing about how I, I feel like I have... I feel like oh, I've... Can I just interrupt just briefly? I have found... Not only have <laughs> I found your birthday present... Yeah, right. They sell it in Peacocks. It's a t-shirt that says, I'll be there if there's Prosecco. In a Prosecco? Oh, I'll be there in a Prosecco. Oh, that's not moron. as good. moron. <laughs> that's not as good. I'll be there if you do a Prosecco. What's this one? Sorry, carry on. No, put your phone down. I like it. Oh. The Prosecco made me do it. That's quite a good one. Make me do it? Made me do it, you idiot. Oh, oh, I beg your pardon. I'll be there in a... I'll be there. Go on. In a Cabernet Merlot jetty. So you went to see your friends. Yeah, I went to my friends. In you the day. You went to a burlesque show. No, in my day. I, in my day. In the day. 
mud, I was I was writing a thing about how I felt this month in fact I pinpointed where my sort of scally hedonistic days completely ended for good and I became an adult proper big boy now. And has that tied quite nicely in with you turning gay? <laughs> no. What's wrong if I have? I didn't say there was anything wrong. I'm just asking if one development's led to the other. No. All oh, right. Gosh, you really are getting your knickers in a toy. <laughs> oh, very you? good. You uh, big fanny. Yeah. Go on. Uh, I suppose that's offensive now, is it? <laughs> fanny. <laughs> can't say anything. Well, I can't make jokes about letterboxes. Right, the letterboxes getting offended. Anyway. The saying that women's genitalia looks like a letterbox. Granted, little sound. Go on. So, I felt like I pinpointed my time becoming a proper adult responsible because, for the first time ever, I'd been sent a replacement bank card because my bank card had expired. Never happened to be before. I never came within two years of it before. I don't think all the wallets and everything. I used to used to. I used to just go on a night out and just lose a wallet every, twice a month, maybe. Yeah. All my cards, IDs, everything. So you didn't lose a card. No. I but didn't. what did you lose? <laughs> well, so as I was gloating about this, I went and met up with my friends. Uh, they'd already started drinking because you know they were awake, True. and I thought, no, I'm going to have a coffee to start with. That'll be fine. That'll be lovely for me. It's just <laughs> a nice coffee for warm things up. Fine. Got to call the pig Fanny and that, which is good. Uh, <laughs> so I thought, no, I'm going to be responsible. Went, sat on the tube with my friends, laughed about things. Um, got off the tube, got another tube. I went to check my pockets to check the time. And my phone had gone. Sure. Why Wonderful. not? So just because my the universe won't let me have one... Victory. Oh. It has to snatch it away and go, oh, you fool, you're grown up, you dopey. <laughs> well, guess what? I've nicked your phone. Oh, so we went, oh, we went to this rooftop bar and I was just, I went, I went to my mate, I was like, just let's just, just, you just tell me I left it in your flat. I definitely left it in your flat and I can have a nice day because otherwise it's just going to ruin my day. <laughs> and it got to the point where I convinced myself that I'd left it in the flat. Good. And it turns out I hadn't left it in the flat. So we had a lovely day. My mate ended up assaulting a member of staff at this place we're at. Assaulting uh, or insulting? Assaulted and insulted. Right. Why did he do that? So was it we, a female member of staff or a male member of staff? No, it was a child. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wish that was a joke. Uh, yeah. Maybe assault's a strong word. We were in we were on a, in a rooftop bar in Quite Shoreditch. Quite a strong word, yeah. And we were playing... Have you seen those things that you see them in American films all the time, especially coming of age films? Do like the, the moody protagonist will go and just spend some time in one of those baseball things where there's a yes. machine that spits them out and they whack the balls. So we were doing that. My mate was in there and the machine just stopped Good, working. Was it? It was quite a well, while I didn't get a turn. Still had to pay a tenner though, which is good. I bet um, your mates were just going round and round and round. And you go, you have a go in a minute no, I want to go now a couple of us didn't have a turn because he stopped halfway through my mate's go and he didn't want to take his eyes off the thing <laughs> for a second in case it started spitting sure. balls in they came out quite fast eventually anyway this member of staff came in and started fiddling with the machine trying to get it to work my other mate went in so my mate had a turn was picking up spare balls off the floor throwing them underarm to him so he could just hit them 
japes. Sure. And then my mate sort of wound his arm back like a sort of Bugs Bunny who <laughs> pretends you're throwing it as hard as he can. Threw it as hard as he could. He used to play county cricket, my mate, so it was like a traction engine. <laughs> Threw it as hard as he could. My mate, showing a dexterity I never thought was possible, ducked millisecond and it smashed this child who was fixing the machine in the temple. Oh my god. <laughs> and he's now dead. Wow. No, he's not. They weren't proper baseballs, but they were they were foam baseballs, but they had a bit of weight to them. Sure. I mean, because he the kid went, you, which <laughs> <laughs> really made me laugh. The rest of us were all sat around, we were on the floor. I was, I haven't cried with laughter for a while. I was honestly thought I couldn't even get my breath. Oh, what's my phone forgotten? For one, uh, and then. <laughs> <laughs> and then we sort of came out and my mate apologised stuff and then we were wait, waiting just to carry on like nothing <laughs> happened this one went right that's this we're not doing it anymore and my mate he threw the ball went what why not and she went because you assaulted one of my staff members and he went I'm going to keep arguing so that's good uh, <laughs> what's the wife to the boy was he, right? he was fine well he disappeared for a while and I thought he's definitely dead he's definitely <laughs> dead Um but then he came back and he was manning the mini golf. So we're giving him, oh, I thought you were. <laughs> Walking in circles. <laughs> yeah, he was, cro- he was cross-eyed. <laughs> but I feel probably cross-eyed already. Uh, anyway, yeah. So eventually I made my way home on the, the piss head wagon again at two in the morning. And think, except this time, no fun. Where you belong. So just sat there in stoic silence. Before I got there, though, um, dreadful business. We were in Brixton, and I got on the tube, and then um, far end of the line. And I sort of glanced at this bloke as you do on the tube, especially late night. And I was thinking, he looks like a sex offender. <laughs> I was just thinking, just if I had to draw a sex offender, that's what he would look like. Sure, there's nothing wrong with that look. As long as you don't carry out the sex offence. Well, I suppose. So, so, who am I to judge? There, but for the grace of God, go I. So, I sort of glanced at him. There's a few times when he sort of met my eye, but I thought nothing of it. I was a bit worth aware, but I thought I was, I thought I was doing okay. I was, I was perfectly in control of my senses. Uh, so, we got to London, Houston, and the sex offender lent, not sex offender, the person who looked like a sex offender, lent over to me, and he went, "I'm getting off now." Uh. <laughs> that's what I bet you are <laughs> he said are you going to be okay really <laughs> yeah and I went yeah I'm fine I'm just tired and he went okay because I'm here if you need me and I went no it's fine thinking I'll have my phone if I, I'm going what get... did he mean by that I don't know I think maybe I just looked a bit hazy or well, maybe like I wasn't quite, or he, he saw an opportunity or who yes knows? indeed he probably thought you were 13 <laughs> but then I guess who else is getting off at London Euston Muggins Davina McCall no so oh. I had to get off and then sort of uh, well I'm not going to be around the bush run away run away as you, fast as I could. you genuinely did didn't you yeah I spent much of my life running from things and people and responsibilities yeah. And this is what happened. And then I got on the bus you home. A coward. I fell asleep for two hours. Woke up, not even halfway through the journey, which is nice. <laughs> uh, felt a bit unwell. Obviously, I sat directly behind the driver because it's safest. So I had <laughs> to. Um, but I knew, you know, when you know, you know when you, you know. You do. You really do. And I thought, I don't know what I'm going to do. It. So I had to sort of picked up his hat. 
<laughs> I had to a bit worse than that. I had to <laughs> lean sort of surreptitiously against the seat. People opposite me and directly behind me as well. And I just sort of gently, silently vomited into my pocket. <laughs> what do you mean into your pocket? What <laughs> into pocket? my inside pocket of your jacket? Yeah. What kind of man are you? I'm the sort of You're man. sat behind the driver because you know I've said sorry I feel really sick can you pull over? That's embarrassing. Oh right but being sick into a jacket <laughs> That is what any noble Englishman would do in that situation. No it's what you would do. And then the situation. smell was just oh you could smell it you could smell the lost phone you could smell everything and that was my journey into adulthood. Wow, <laughs> what a brave young man. And I spent the next couple of days intensely regretting it and watching my phone on Find My Phone, <laughs> the website you use to see where if you can locate your yeah. phone. I just watched it and said, making his merry way all the way around North London, having a gay old time. And uh, that's not pejorative, that's an expression. Sure. And, um, yeah. and that, Jag, is why I was drinking Sauvignon Blanc in Edinburgh. You, I don't know. Are what you to proud say. of me yet, no. Dad? No. <laughs> oh. You're an embarrassment. I'm not an embarrassment. It's good, clean fun. You're not. The problem is, you're not an embarrassment to anyone else because you don't <laughs> do anything in front of other people. I've only let myself. You're an down. embarrassment to yourself and to me because I, <laughs> because I'm so deeply connected to your psyche that I have to experience your awkwardness as well. Yeah, I don't think it's not awkward, is it? It's silent. Yes, it is. The velvet vomit. Oh, oh, that's the title there. Velvet vomit. How runny was it? It was fairly viscous, actually, considering I hadn't eaten much. It was proper stodge, proper Mm. porridge. Not, not your sort of. I've had it before, of course I have. Of course I have. When it's just pure water. It's very much. That's a very good point, Jack. Like rice with the skin on it. (laughs) With the skin on it. (laughs) <laughs> chunks of cabbage. Uh, anyway, that's what annoyed us this fortnight. Why has this annoyed me so much this week? Well, didn't it? Right, should we have a bit more music? Uh, well, why not? No, really? I heard, I heard the dreadful rumour that you've done some content. Or is it Scissor Sisters? <laughs> it's not actually. It's a. Uh, Jamie T. He's gonna hetero things up. Jamie T. With a bum me in the ass. You are. You are a homophobe. You are a homophobe. Still <laughs> Well. Hello again. Hello. Thank you for coming back. That was Jamie T. With. One of his songs. Alicia Keys, the demo version. Good track, if you don't mind me saying, James. Uh, look it up on YouTube, kids. Lovely. <laughs> now, Tom, if you were to ever get married, nah. whether to a man or a woman... I'm unlikely to take a wife. What um, what sort of theme do you think you'd go for? If You, you know, if, if you were going to have a themed wedding. Uh, I once saw a picture of a deeply devout Catholic couple hmm. who um, if you're familiar with the, the text uh, 
Catholic people generally hold uh, homosexuality to be a sin and don't believe in gay marriage. Sure. And believe it indeed to be an abomination is one of the things said. Not all Catholics, of course, being of good Catholic stuff myself and are gay, it turns out. Yeah. (laughs) Your mother would be proud. Uh, So these people had a traditional Catholic wedding uh, dressed as Shrek and Fiona, Mm. uh, which I thought was quite the irony considering they think two gay men getting married is the disgrace. Uh, and I'd quite like you and the rest of the ushers, if indeed you're invited, to dress up. Maybe maybe you could be Donkey. I could or, be Donkey, um, yes. Yeah, the sure. Dragon. Or maybe the uh, Pinocchio. Yeah. Yes, or please. The gingerbread Man. That. Gingerbread Man, yeah. Uh, can't remember any of the others. I think it's a shame that you'd have to be Shrek or Fiona, though, because you should really be Lord Farquaad. Really. Yeah. I'm not. I haven't seen it as often as you. To um, cast this version of the Christmas. I hate Shrek. I know you hate Shrek. You're always going on about Dreadful. it. You're never going to meet him. <laughs> Good. Anyway, I don't want to. I think go you're on. Yes, I think you're an idiot. idiot. Yeah, Jack actually said last week, not last week, last time we saw each other, he went, I'd. Uh, thing is, uh, I was talking with my mates, uh, going, uh, we're talking about uh, getting married and that. And um, they said, Who would be your best man? Uh, Tom. And then you went to me and you went, you probably, you probably would be, actually. And that what else did I say? heartfelt emotion, because you said none of your other mates can organise a said, party. that is the saddest thing <laughs> that has ever left my mouth. Tell you what, what a stag do, though. We'd rent that coach. <laughs> We'd all be vomiting into each other's pockets <laughs> by the end of it. Oh, we're chucking our bank cards out the window. Play a little game where we leave our phone Wonderful. on a tube carriage. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and race them. On one on each line and <laughs> well, see if we good. can find... See so yeah. if we can get the furthest good away that. on five miles. Then we go and see some burlesque. Oh, anyway, see Pedro pig. again. One of the other things you often talk about is your virginity growing back. <laughs> yeah, I do, it has. Now, Twice. well... A thin crust. If it hasn't yet... It's about to. Uh, I'm going to show Tom a video and I'm going to describe it as well, but we can share it on our page, I think. Okay. This is uh, from a lovely occasion where a young couple got married and decided to have a Pokemon-themed wedding. Mm. Now... So... So they get the uh, groomsmen and the bridesmaids to uh, fight e- against each other as Pokemon. It, trouble being, obviously, that um, the groomsmen and the bridesmaids... She's a very tall lady. ...aren't actually Pokemon. That's a good point. So, so what do you actually get? Oh, there's two, Snorlax. Two human people flailing yeah. in front of each other. Looks like they're fighting each other to a stalemate. Yeah. It's pretty stale, mate. Maybe we should bring back Virgin of the Week. So this weird butcher-looking guy, mm. right? He's he's. What would you call him? Doing the ceremony, certainly not a priest. I, I well, he's been ordained probably sure. on the internet. So they do the little ceremony. They have a little dance, Make and I laugh. don't know. So some of these are supposed to be like dresses, Pokemon. Gym leaders and trainers oh, and stuff me, like mate. that. I oh, don't get involved. One of them's got a turtle shell on her back, so that's good. And they feed each other a bit of cake. Right. Lovely. Like Pokemon. Like Pokemon. Exchange rings like Pokemon. Yeah. She goes to the bride goes to throw the bouquet, but she doesn't. 
she gives it directly to one of her Snacks. bridesmaids. <laughs> and then Snorlax behind her <laughs> comes up Snorlax. and taps her on the shoulder. Come as no surprise to you. And drops to one knee and proposes Oh, he's to only her, right? done it. He's do- they've done the double. Tell me, Tom, they why is that- it that this man at a Pokemon themed wedding is he wearing a white apron with fake blood stains on it? I mean, I assume that they're fake. Is that the biggest question? There are many questions. I mean, I know... Many, many questions. Several women. I mean, all of the ones in my close family, and indeed the one upstairs slumbering, uh, who would kill someone who stole the limelight at their wedding like that. Literally claw them to death. Um, Yeah, I mean, take some solace in the fact that before the internet, these people did just die alone. So... If you look at the history of humanity... I do take solace in that. <laughs> I do as well. Uh, <laughs> in the history of humanity, we've, st- we've still got a long, long deficit to make up with these people procreating, presumably. Mm-hmm. And uh, So you're saying now now they're getting their due diligence? Yeah. I think the problem is they're unlikely to sort of die of dysentery in ancient China, which is the problem. Is that a problem, do you think? A, a, a big one. A <laughs> big one. Messages on Twitter if you think that's a problem. Uh, yeah. If you can talk... If you can tell us the biggest killer of peasants from the Ming dynasty, uh, you will win the man in the moon. Famine, do you think? Probably famine or, um, I don't know, starvation. Just starve them to death, mate. They call it progress. That's gone a bit mad. Um, yeah, that was weird. What Strange, isn't it? I don't know what. I feel like if you have to make what is supposed to be the best day of your life extra wacky, it's, we come back to the watch, mate. We come back to the watch. If it doesn't function properly for what it's meant to do, and you have to jazz it up with a cheap <laughs> turtle costume, brother, don't marry her. I like to think that if you got married, we'd do a pod on the day. Live pod it. That would yeah, be good. probably. I'm not sure at what point. I mean, it would be an extremely small wedding, and it would probably double our listenership. Could you say that? That would be great. Hello to if, all our listeners out in Japan, by the way. If anyone wants us to disco their wedding, DJ their wedding, all right, that would be fan. And you. Yeah, we'll do it for expenses and say fifty quid each, just a discretionary. You'd be thing. like, you'd be like DJ Foxy. No, 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 no. Well, we could do it. We could go. Oh, here's one you might remember. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Uh, come on, Eileen. There. Uh, come <laughs> on, Eileen. Yeah, but then we could stop and do like a vlog has gone wild. Yeah. Or we could do a a, <laughs> a spoonful of weather about the venue we're in. Because it would be in a spoon. Yeah, yeah, probably the sort of nut. Not do this. The, not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that. Well, I've never been in a spoon, so it's got nothing to do with the item. Oh so. yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> oh yeah, I've got that. Sorry, mate. <laughs> do you remember that one where <laughs> they went for an engagement meal and she had an egg salad? <laughs> it didn't have any egg in it. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. Now we are just reminiscing about stuff we used to. Oh, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll tell you what'll break us out of this slumber, mate. The seminal, the seminal. The seminal.
listening experience that is Jeff Wayne's musical adaption of the H.G. Wells novel The War of the Worlds. <laughs> now, uh, this... <laughs> Do you know what? We haven't been doing this for a couple of weeks and I've been there have been countless occasions over the last fortnight where I've gone on YouTube and I've, I'll admit, I've typed in the, ne- the title of the next episode and I've clicked play. And then an advert comes up, and in the time of the advert, I find myself thinking, no. Stop. What is that? Fuck that- that- off, Trading 212. Uh, anyway, uh, so when I was very young, my dad, in his greatest show of affection for me, bought, bought me Jeff. No, sorry, he got given for free, signed. signed. <laughs> don't don't broadcast that, mate, because someone will break into your it's house and take it. Snide, already nicked it. Uh, so we're going through it every week. Catch up the last couple of weeks if you want to. They're all like, was it you? <laughs> oh, oh. oh, it's on eBay now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we welcome people to pause now and listen along at home because obviously we don't want to. If there's one person we don't want to steal revenue from, it's suggestive of Wayne. <laughs> Well, uh, so this is part three, called the Artillery Man and the Fighting Machine. Already, that should be conjuring up imagery <laughs> as vivid as day in your mind, Jack. But you've got clearer to... than what you're seeing in front of if you. If that wasn't enough, you've got ten minutes of audio delight now to listen to to further illustrate what they are getting at. Here it is. What's wrong with us? Heavy stuff. The <laughs> has hit the fan now. I don't mind telling you. Well, although they got one of the, <laughs> they got one of the, <laughs> dropped him like a sack. <laughs> so it's not so easy, Martians, is it? You think you're taking the earth? <laughs> one poor artillery man can take down the <laughs> fighting machine. Well, you can see, with something as potent as that, why the US has now invested in a space military program. Oh, that's good, all that. I love that. I love that, too. I'm really happy it's about good. it. It's good. Because the, the thing that I think the Trump administration clearly understands is that even back then, the chance of <laughs> anything, even debris coming from Mars were a million to one. I mean, you say it in jest, but they found what what they what they believe to be an underground lake of water on Mars this week. So the chances, I think, have just dropped. I haven't checked. Betfred, my Betfred app, has suspended betting for the time being. Lord knows what they'll settle on. Honestly, Ray Winston's head, like half time in the football, coming on, and giving you the latest odds. <laughs> In real time. <laughs> I'm going to put a quid on. Well, you might as well. A million pound. I mean, I don't think you'll be able to cash it out. Not if they're like those.
fighting machines. Depends what currency they use, doesn't it, really? That's true. Yeah. Gorgolons or something <laughs> mad like that, probably, in the year 2000. <laughs> right, let's wrap this shebang up. Thank God. Uh, well, we're not playing another song, are we? No, we'll have a lovely bit of etymology corner. Oh, I don't fine. mind telling you. Etymology Corner. Yay! Hello, and welcome to Etymology Corner. This is the part of the show where we round everything up with a lovely look at the root of language. This week's word is piss. <laughs> Just applied, as always, by Jack Shaw. Thank you. <laughs> uh, piss. You're welcome. Verb. From the late 13th century, from the French pissier, meaning to urinate. Swimming pool. <laughs> to urinate. Oh no, that's piscine. Uh, to piss away, e.g. <laughs> money, was originally used from as early as 1948. Huh. And I quote, uh, He shall not piss my money against the wall, he shall not have my money to spend on liquor which is a quote taken from the Classical Dictionary of the Vulgar Tongue, 3rd edition, 1796. Lovely. There you go. Piss, noun. Mm. From the verb used as an intensifier, piss ugly, etc. Uh, dating from World War II. Uh, common usage includes piss prophet, uh, one who diagnosed disease by inspecting someone's urine. Lovely. Uh, and also piss proud, used <laughs> as early as 1796, uh, which means to be erect upon awakening. Piss proud. Piss proud. He was piss proud as you like. You are piss proud. The Shout story. out to all the brothers there who are piss proud. <laughs> as you listen to this pod. <laughs> <laughs> and on that disgusting ending, we should probably say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.